Welcome to Gospel Truth with Andrew Womack, a teaching ministry that focuses on God's unconditional love and grace. You need to see yourself as a steward, not an owner of the money that you have. Once you understand that it isn't your money, it's His money, and then He just blesses us. And our finances improved. God really blessed our finances. You can trust God with your money. And now, here's Andrew. Welcome to our Thursday's broadcast of The Gospel Truth. Today, I'm continuing to teach on a subject that I call financial stewardship. I'm teaching on money. I'm teaching on being a steward of God's money. And that's the point that I've been trying to emphasize the first few days of this teaching. This is my first week to teach on this. It's probably going to be at least a four-week, possibly a six-week series. I've got six different teachings in the CD set right here, and so I'm not sure exactly how long it'll take, but I've been really trying to stress the heart attitude towards prosperity. Prosperity isn't for you. Now, that may sound strange, because when most people teach on prosperity, it's all about this is the way that you get your needs met. And there's a lot of people, you know, the average... Well, let me rephrase that. I would say that every person on just the carnal, natural, human level, it's all about self. We are all thinking about ourselves, promoting ourselves, trying to advance ourselves. That is human nature. Now, God is just the opposite. God so loved the world that He gave, and He wasn't thinking about Himself. I guarantee you, God could have wiped out the human race and started over and wouldn't have been any the less for it. He did everything that He did for us. God is a giver. God's heart is just totally opposite this carnal human nature that all of us have, that it's all about promoting ourselves. And when, when it comes to giving, God's heart, the right heart about giving, is to put other people first and to want to prosper so that you could be a blessing to other people. Look at this passage of Scripture. I quoted this earlier in the week, but I wanted you to see this in second in uh, Genesis chapter 12 and verse 2. It says, uh, The Lord appeared unto Abram, and he says, I will make of thee a great nation, and I will bless thee and make thy name great, and thou shalt be a blessing. Notice that he said, I'm going to bless you, and make you a blessing. It wasn't all about Abram just receiving. And it wasn't just God blessing him, but God was blessing him so that he could be a blessing. And whether you know it or not, this is why God blesses us. I've quoted some of these verses already, but 2 Corinthians chapter 9, verse 8, God is able to make all grace abound towards you, that you always, having all sufficiency in all things, may abound to every good work. That's the reason that God makes this prosperity come to you is so that you can abound unto every good work, not just so that you can have it, not just so that you can have bigger, nicer things and have more than somebody else. It's so that you can be a bigger blessing. When you get that attitude that finances isn't about me, it's so that it empowers me to be a blessing. Did you know that there's things that I can do today that I couldn't have done before? You know, I hesitate to say some things because I don't want people think that I'm bragging on myself. That's not what I'm doing. I'm trying to give God the credit and say that the things I'm telling you aren't theory with me. 
they're working. But anyway, I won't go into details, but I, I just got a letter from a person who's in ministry and they are doing some awesome things and um, it cost 80, well, anyway, they they were asking for money to help them do something that's going to literally turn around our college campuses. And they asked for a certain amount of money. I gave them a hundred times what they asked for. And I just gave that to my assistant today. We're sending out the check, I guess, as soon as, as they can get it written. And you know what? The only reason I'm saying this is to say this is why God blesses us is so that we can be a blessing. I couldn't have done that. Say 10 years ago, 20 years ago, I couldn't have done that. But God has now blessed me so that I can give and help other people. I forget the exact number of uh, ministries, but we have well over 100, probably 150 to 200 ministries that I support on a pretty regular basis. There's people that I support, widows that uh, I support, and there's things that I'm doing that I couldn't do if I wasn't blessed, if God hadn't blessed me. But I don't, I don't give so that I can get I give knowing that as I sow, I'm going to reap, and that enables me to be able to give and to bless other people. And I'm not saying those things for my own selfish benefit. Again, I'm just trying to illustrate that this is why God blesses you. You know, God has blessed us. We have... It, it's just phenomenal the way that God blesses. I mentioned this on my program yesterday, but during this pandemic, we haven't taken any money from the government, and yet we've kept all 650 of our employees around the world paid. Nobody has missed. Matter of fact, we just gave our foreign directors of our Bible school a raise, and, and they were writing in and thanking us and saying, during a pandemic, when other people are losing their job, we're getting a raise and stuff. The... The reason God blesses me is so that I can be a blessing. When you quit wanting money so that you can do all of these things, so that you can have this, and instead you, you want to prosper so that you can be a blessing, I tell you, God is looking for somebody like that. And when God finds somebody, He will flow it through you. I'm telling you, I'm a living example of that. You know, again, I hesitate to say some of these things. I, Anyway, I probably shouldn't say them then, but I was just going to tell you that God has blessed me. God has prospered me beyond my wildest dreams, and it's because of this attitude that I'm trying to talk about. He said, I will bless you and make you a blessing. That's why God's blessing comes. And Abraham received that. He received it so much so that in the 13th chapter, he had already prospered so much. He had hundreds and hundreds of servants in his, um, in his little, you know, that he was over. At that time, they were slaves, but I don't believe he treated them badly or anything. It was servants. But anyway, he had hundreds of them. At one time in the 14th chapter, he had 380 armed servants that he used in a battle to go help his nephew Lot. And those were only the fighting men. You know that there were women and children and older men and things like this. So he probably had a thousand slaves. I don't know. But anyway, he had slaves. He had, uh, he had cattle. He had riches. So much so that later one of the kings came and asked him to depart. He says, you're greater than our entire nation. We can't bear you. 
Man, now that's blessed. How many of you have had the person that in your town come and ask you to leave because you're just overwhelming all of them? You, your resources are more than the entire town put together. And this is the point I'm trying to emphasize, that God is the source of everything you've got. And anyway, in the 13th chapter of the book of Genesis, he was so prosperous that he and his nephew Lot couldn't stay together because they were overgrazing the land. The land wasn't able to bear them. So Abraham called Lot, took him up to a high mountain, and showed him the entire land. And he says, you just choose which direction you want to go. If you want to go down here to the Jordan Valley, where before the destruction of Sodom and Gomorrah, it was all lush. It was well watered. The Bible says it was like the Garden of Eden. In other words, it was just lush. And there, of course, they had cattle, they had sheep. It was all agriculture. And so for a person who needed grass for their animals and stuff like this, this was a no-brainer. He says, you either pick the Jordan Valley, which is all well-watered, lush grass, all of this stuff, or you go the other direction over here to the desert. And, you know, I've been to that exact spot down here close to Hebron, and uh, I mean, you can walk a foot or two in between blades of grass. I mean, it is dirt with just little sparse pieces of grass every once in a while. If you give somebody who's, you know, dependent upon agriculture this choice of a less well-watered place versus a desert, which one do you think that they're going to take? You know, I've had horses most of my life, and when I was looking for a place to build a house, I guarantee you this is one of the things that I look for, whether there was a creek running through there, that whether there was subterranean water, because, you know, if you don't, if you don't graze them on your land, then you have to go buy grain, buy hay. Of course, they didn't have access to do things like that. It was just absolutely essential that you had this, this uh, grassland to be able to graze all of these animals. And so Abram told Lot, just pick. Which way do you want? Do you want the lush valley or do you want the desert? You go choose whichever you want, and I'll take what's left over. You know, if you would stop and think about it, that shows a man who saw God as his source. In the natural, people would sit there and they would fight. They would stab somebody in the back. They would walk over somebody to be able to get the best pasture land, to get the best sales area, to get the best job or whatever. See, this is a person who sees themselves. The burden of prosperity is upon themselves, and they would just take the best of everything and not give somebody a choice like this, knowing that it was going to work to their disadvantage. But Abraham really saw God as his source. And so he says, you take the well-watered, Grassland or, or the desert, whichever one you choose, I'll take the other. And of course, Lot took the well-watered area. But right after Lot departed, then the Lord came to him and he said, Abram, I'm your shield. I'm your exceeding great reward. And he promised him that he says, look, and everywhere that you look, I'm going to give you all of this land. And that included the Jordan Valley that Lot had just picked. Abraham didn't lose a thing by seeing God as his source. He eventually, he and his seed wound up with all of that land. And here we are thousands of years later and his seed, the Jews, are back in the promised land because this man saw God as his source. He wasn't sitting there fighting and in the flesh just doing things. He saw God as his source. 
YOU KNOW, A MAN, PAUL MILLIGAN, WHO WAS THE CEO OF MY MINISTRY FOR FIVE YEARS, HE'S STILL ON MY BOARD, BUT HE'S NOW RETIRED AND HE'S DOING OTHER THINGS. BUT A LONG TIME AGO, PAUL MILLIGAN WORKED FOR A MAN WHO TOOK PAUL'S IDEAS AND PAUL WAS A SALESMAN AND he, HE WENT OUT AND GOT THESE GREAT CONTRACTS AND HIS BOSS TOOK CREDIT FOR WHAT PAUL WAS DOING. PAUL KNEW WHAT WAS HAPPENING AND YET HE, YOU KNOW, HE HAD TO DEAL WITH HIS FLESH, BUT HE JUST CHOSE THAT HE WAS GOING TO MAKE THIS MAN LOOK GOOD. HE DIDN'T CARE WHETHER THE GUY GAVE HIM CREDIT OR NOT. AND SO FOR A COUPLE OF YEARS, HE JUST LABORED IN THIS SITUATION. AND EVENTUALLY, THE HEAD OF THE ENTIRE CORPORATION, VERY LARGE CORPORATION, CAME TO PAUL AND ASKED AND SAID, DID YOU, did you MAKE THIS SALE? DID YOU uh, SEAL THIS DEAL? AND WHEN HE TOLD THEM YES, THEY SAID, WE FIGURED IT WAS YOU, THAT YOUR BOSS IS NOT SMART ENOUGH TO DO THAT. THEY GOT RID OF THE BOSS, PUT PAUL IN THAT SITUATION. I DON'T KNOW WHAT THE FINANCIAL BENEFIT WAS, BUT IT PROBABLY DOUBLED, TRIPLED HIS SALARY. AND it, it, HE STAYED THERE AND LEARNED BUSINESS THINGS THAT HE NEEDED. AND HE WENT OUT AND HE STARTED 16 CORPORATIONS NOW. SOME OF HIS CORPORATIONS ARE BEING TRADED ON THE NEW YORK STOCK EXCHANGE AND STUFF. AND IT WAS BECAUSE PAUL SAW GOD AS HIS SOURCE, NOT THAT BUSINESS. INSTEAD OF STABBING SOMEBODY IN THE BACK, INSTEAD OF GETTING BITTER, INSTEAD OF TRYING TO GO AROUND HIM AND GO TO THE MANAGEMENT AND SOMEHOW OR ANOTHER DISCREDIT THIS PERSON AND EXPOSE HIM, PAUL JUST KEPT LOOKING TO GOD. AND HE LEARNED INVALUABLE THINGS. HE GOT WISDOM THROUGH THIS. HE LEARNED HOW TO DEAL WITH PEOPLE. AND ULTIMATELY, HE GOT THAT GUY'S JOB WHO WAS LITERALLY TAKING CREDIT FOR EVERYTHING THAT PAUL WAS DOING. SEE, THAT'S, that's A GODLY ATTITUDE. IT'S NOT ABOUT YOU. IT TAKES THE RESPONSIBILITY OFF OF YOU. IT ALLOWS YOU TO SLEEP AT NIGHT BECAUSE IT'S NOT UP TO YOU. YOU DON'T HAVE TO SIT THERE AND WORRY, OH, GOD, HOW AM I GOING TO GET THESE NEEDS MEN? HOW AM I GOING TO DO THIS? GOD IS YOUR SOURCE. AND WHEN YOU PUT GOD AS YOUR SOURCE, EVERYTHING WORKS. IN THE 14TH CHAPTER OF GENESIS IS WHERE LOT AFTER HE HAD SEPARATED FROM ABRAM AND HE WENT DOWN uh, INTO THE JORDAN VALLEY TO A PLACE CALLED SODOM AND GOMORRAH AND HE LIVED THERE. AND OF COURSE, IT WAS A VERY WICKED PLACE. AND HE COMPROMISED. AND HE LITERALLY PUT HIS FAMILY AND HIS... Uh, ALL OF THESE THINGS AT RISK JUST FOR THE FINANCIAL GAIN BECAUSE IT WAS WELL WATERED. IT WAS A PROSPEROUS PLACE. I'M TELLING YOU, THAT'S WRONG. THERE'S PEOPLE THAT THEY LITERALLY, THEY'LL GET A JOB PROMOTION. They'll, SOMEBODY WILL WANT TO GIVE THEM A PROMOTION, BUT THEY HAVE TO MOVE TO ANOTHER CITY. AND MOST PEOPLE WILL JUST FOLLOW THE MONEY. THEY'LL FOLLOW THE OPPORTUNITY, AND THEY WON'T EVEN cons CONSIDER, IS THERE A GOOD CHURCH THERE? HOW'S MY FAMILY GOING TO FARE? ARE THE SCHOOLS GOOD OR WHATEVER? MOST PEOPLE WILL JUST FOLLOW THE MONEY. AND I'M TELLING YOU, THAT'S NOT THE RIGHT THING TO DO. IF, if YOU'RE IN A PLACE WHERE YOUR FAMILY IS YOU KNOW, PUT DOWN ROOTS AND YOU GOT A GOOD CHURCH AND YOUR CHILDREN HAVE GODLY FRIENDS AND ALL THIS KIND OF STUFF. MAN, I WOULD NOT JUST FOLLOW THE MONEY. BUT THAT'S WHAT MOST PEOPLE DO BECAUSE MOST PEOPLE, IT'S ALL ABOUT, MAN, I GOT TO TAKE ADVANTAGE OF THIS OPPORTUNITY. YOU NEED TO PRAY AND SAY, GOD, IS THIS WHAT YOU WANT ME TO DO? AND IF GOD DOESN'T WANT YOU TO DO IT, DON'T JUST FOLLOW THE MONEY. I KNOW WHAT I'M SAYING IS SO PERVERSE, SO STRANGE, TO THE AVERAGE PERSON BECAUSE IT'S JUST ALL ABOUT... I MEAN, IF YOU HAD OPTIONS AND ONE OF THEM WAS MORE MONEY AND ADVANCE... OPPORTUNITY FOR ADVANCEMENT VERSUS STAYING HERE AND YOU LOVE THIS JOB, YOU'RE CHANGING PEOPLE'S LIFE, IT'S GOOD, BUT IT'S NOT PAYING AS WELL, MOST PEOPLE WOULD GO WITH THE MONEY EVERY SINGLE TIME. I'M TELLING YOU, THE LOVE OF MONEY IS THE ROOT OF ALL EVIL. IT'S NOT ABOUT GETTING ALL YOU CAN. IT'S ABOUT 
WHAT DOES GOD WANT YOU TO DO? YOU'RE A STEWARD. YOU KNOW, THERE'S MANY THINGS THAT I'VE TURNED DOWN. I HAD A GUY COME TO ME ONE TIME AND OFFER ME OVER A MILLION DOLLARS. WELL, I'VE HAD... I'VE HAD MULTIPLE THINGS HAPPEN. I HAD ONE GUY THAT CAME TO ME AND HE SAID HE WOULD GIVE ME A MILLION DOLLARS IF I WOULD GO OUT TO EAT WITH HIM AND IF I WOULD GIVE HIM MY PERSONAL PHONE NUMBER AND IF HE COULD HAVE ACCESS TO ME AT ANY TIME. AND HE ALSO PUT A STIPULATION THAT I HAD TO TAKE ONE MONTH OUT OF THE YEAR OFF JUST TO HAVE A VACATION. AND HE STARTED SAYING, I'LL GIVE YOU A MILLION DOLLARS. AND I SAID, LOOK, I I COULD RECEIVE THE MILLION DOLLARS, BUT I'M NOT GOING TO SELL MYSELF TO YOU AND and um, you know, follow these things that you're asking. I said, I won't do it under those conditions. And he didn't give me the million dollars. But there's a lot of people that they just do anything for money. I'm telling you, that's wrong. You need to see God as your source. Now, God can use people. Yes. God can use jobs. Yes. He can advance you and promote you. Yes. But God needs to be your source. You see that in Abraham. And so Abraham... LOT HAD uh, SOME KINGS COME AND THEY CONQUERED ALL OF THAT AREA OF SODOM AND GOMORRAH AND THEY TOOK LOT AND HIS FAMILY AND ALL THE OTHER PEOPLE THAT LIVED THERE CAPTIVE, ALL OF THEIR ANIMALS. THEY BURNT THEIR CITIES AND THINGS LIKE THIS. AND WHEN LOT HEARD ABOUT IT, THIS IS WHEN HE ARMED THOSE TRAINED SOLDIERS THAT WERE RAISED IN HIS HOUSE. I THINK THERE WAS 380 OF THEM. AND HE WENT DOWN AND FOUGHT AGAINST THESE FOUR KINGS AND HE OVERCAME THESE KINGS AND GOT BACK ALL OF THE PEOPLE AND NOT ONLY THE SPOIL THAT THESE KINGS HAD had TAKEN WHEN THEY uh, PILLAGED uh, SODOM AND GOMORRAH, BUT THEN THEY GOT BACK ALL OF THE, uh, YOU KNOW, THE JEWELS, THE GOLD AND THE THINGS THAT THESE KINGS HAD. SO HE HAD ALL OF THESE RESOURCES. WE DON'T KNOW EXACTLY HOW MUCH IT WAS, BUT IT WAS PROBABLY MILLIONS AND MILLIONS OF DOLLARS WHERE THE GOLD, SILVER, CLOTHES, JEWELRY, Uh, SWORDS, ARMAMENT, ALL KINDS OF THINGS, MILLIONS OF DOLLARS OF EQUIVALENT. AND SO uh, ANYWAY, HE CAME OUT AND the, THE KING OF SALEM CAME OUT AND HE OFFERED TITHES. HE GAVE TITHES. THIS IS THE FIRST TIME IN THE BIBLE THAT TITHES ARE MENTIONED. AND ABRAHAM TITHED OF EVERYTHING THAT HE HAD AND GAVE IT TO THE KING OF JERUSALEM. AND THEN THE KING OF SODOM Uh, CAME OUT TO HIM AND HE SAID, LOOK, WE WOULD ALL BE CAPTIVES. WE'D ALL BE DEAD. WE'D BE SLAVES IN SOME OTHER NATION IF IT WASN'T FOR YOU. HE SAYS, IF YOU'LL JUST GIVE US BACK OUR PEOPLE, OUR WIVES AND OUR CHILDREN, YOU CAN KEEP ALL OF THE SPOIL, ALL OF THE GOLD, ALL THE SILVER, ALL THE RAIMENT. IT'S YOURS. AND DID YOU KNOW THAT BY THE RULES OF CONQUEST, THAT WAS THE RIGHT THING TO DO. THIS WAS REALLY ABRAM'S TO DO WITH AS HE WANTED TO. AND THE KING JUST SAID, PLEASE GIVE US BACK OUR PEOPLE AND YOU CAN HAVE ALL OF THE SPOIL. AND LOOK AT WHAT ABRAM SAID. It said, LET ME JUST READ THIS IN VERSE 21. THE KING OF SODOM SAID UNTO ABRAM, GIVE ME THE PERSONS AND TAKE THE GOODS TO THYSELF. AND ABRAM SAID UNTO THE KING OF SODOM, I HAVE LIFT UP MY HAND UNTO THE LORD, THE MOST HIGH GOD, THE POSSESSOR OF HEAVEN AND EARTH, THAT I WILL NOT TAKE FROM A THREAD EVEN TO A SHOE latchet." AND I WILL NOT TAKE ANYTHING THAT IS THINE, LEST THOU SHOULDEST SAY, I HAVE MADE ABRAM RICH. MAN, THAT'S AWESOME. THIS WAS HIS TO DO WITH AS HE WANTED, AND YET HE DIDN'T SEE IT AS HIS. HE SAW HIMSELF AS A STEWARD. HE SAW GOD AS HIS SOURCE, AND HE DID NOT WANT ANYBODY TAKING CREDIT 
FOR HIS PROSPERITY, BUT GOD. IT WAS HIS COVENANT WITH GOD. IT WAS THAT COVENANT THAT GOD MADE OVER IN GENESIS CHAPTER 12, VERSE 2 AND 3 ABOUT, I WILL BLESS YOU, MAKE YOUR NAME GREAT, AND YOU SHALL BE A BLESSING. HE SAW GOD AS HIS SOURCE, AND HE WASN'T GOING TO GIVE THE CREDIT TO ANYBODY OR ANYTHING BUT GOD. HE SAID, I'M NOT EVEN GOING TO TAKE A SHOELACE LEST SOMEBODY SAY THAT THEY MADE ABRAHAM RICH. MAN, THAT'S AWESOME. AND AS A RESULT, I MENTIONED THIS ALREADY, BUT THE KING OF... uh, I FORGOT WHERE IT WAS NOW, BUT THIS KING CAME OUT TO ABRAHAM AND SAID, YOU'RE GREATER THAN US. YOU'RE MIGHTIER THAN US. DEPART. I THINK IT WAS ABIMELECH. AND HE SAYS, "We, WE AREN'T ABLE TO HANDLE YOU. HE WAS SO PROSPEROUS that that he literally was kicked out of nations because he was bigger. His his personal finances were more than the gross national product of the entire nation. This is a man who refused to take any money that rightfully he could have had because he saw God as his source. I'm telling you, this attitude right here is as rare as hen's teeth. There's not very many people that think this way. Man, most people... WOULD JUST, MAN, GET MONEY HOWEVER THEY COULD. THEY'D NEARLY SELL THEIR SOUL TO THE DEVIL. THEY'LL SELL THEIR FAMILY AWAY. THEY'LL PUT THEIR FAMILY AT RISK. THEY'LL WORK TWO AND THREE JOBS. THEY'LL NEGLECT THEIR FAMILY. THEY'LL DO WHATEVER. IT'S ALL ABOUT THEY GOT TO GET ALL OF THIS MONEY. THEY FEEL THE PRESSURE ON THEM. YOU NEED TO DO WHAT GOD TELLS YOU TO DO. AND THIS COMES FROM RECOGNIZING THAT YOU ARE A STEWARD. THAT'S THE REASON I ENTITLED THIS FINANCIAL STEWARDSHIP. IT'S GOD THAT'S YOUR SOURCE. GOD IS THE ONE WHO'S GOING TO PROSPER YOU. WHAT IS GOD TELLING YOU TO DO? NOT ONLY, YOU KNOW, CONCERNING YOUR JOB AND THE FUTURE AND ALL THESE THINGS, BUT THE MONEY THAT YOU ALREADY HAVE, IT'S GOD'S. YOU'RE JUST GIVING BACK TO GOD WHAT'S ALREADY HIS. HOW DOES HE INSTRUCT YOU TO USE THESE FINANCES? HOW DOES HE WANT YOU TO USE THIS? I'M TELLING YOU, WHAT I'M SAYING HERE IS SO IMPORTANT. AND IF YOU DON'T GET THIS, IF YOUR HEART ISN'T RIGHT, THEN IF YOU BEGIN TO PROSPER, THAT PROSPERITY WILL DESTROY YOU. AGAIN, I REFER TO 1 TIMOTHY CHAPTER 6, WHERE IT SAYS THE LOVE OF MONEY IS THE ROOT OF ALL EVIL. WHILE SOME COVETED AFTER, THEY'VE PIERCED THEMSELVES THROUGH WITH MANY FOOLISH AND HURTFUL LUSTS WHICH DROWN MAN IN DESTRUCTION AND PERDITION. I'M TELLING YOU, IF YOUR HEART ISN'T RIGHT, MONEY WILL DESTROY YOU. MONEY JUST AMPLIFIES THINGS. YOU KNOW, IF YOUR HEART IS WRONG, AND SOMEBODY GIVES YOU A BUNCH OF MONEY, IT WILL JUST AMPLIFY ALL OF THIS EVIL THAT'S IN YOUR HEART. IT WILL JUST TAKE ALL THE RESTRAINTS OFF, AND IT'LL JUST ALLOW YOU TO GO DO THINGS THAT YOU COULDN'T DO BEFORE. BUT IF YOUR HEART IS RIGHT, WELL, THEN MONEY JUST AMPLIFIES THAT GOOD HEART. IT WILL JUST ALLOW YOU TO BE A BIGGER BLESSING, A BIGGER uh, BLESSING TO OTHER PEOPLE. BUT YOUR HEART HAS TO BE RIGHT. AND THAT'S THE REASON THAT I'VE SPENT THE FIRST FOUR DAYS OF THIS TEACHING, TALKING ABOUT THIS HEART ATTITUDE. YOU NEED TO QUIT SEEING MONEY AS YOURS. YOU NEED TO QUIT LOOKING AT YOURSELF AS THE SOURCE OF EVERYTHING, AND YOU NEED TO CAST YOUR CARE ABOUT THIS OVER ON THE LORD AND SAY, GOD, I'M YOURS. ANYTHING I HAVE, TALENTS, ABILITIES, YOU'RE THE ONE WHO GAVE IT TO ME. HOW DO YOU WANT ME TO USE IT? WHAT DO YOU WANT ME TO DO? AND WHEN YOU GET THAT ATTITUDE, I TELL YOU, THAT PUTS YOU IN A SWEET SPOT. THAT JUST PUTS YOU IN A PLACE WHERE GOD IS GOING TO BLESS THAT. AGAIN, I REFER TO THAT SCRIPTURE THAT THE EYES OF THE LORD ARE LOOKING TO AND FRO THROUGHOUT THE WHOLE EARTH. YOU KNOW, TODAY, THIS PROGRAM IS SEEN AROUND THE WORLD. WE'VE GOT OVER uh, 3.2 BILLION PEOPLE THAT CAN WATCH THIS PROGRAM. AND WHEREVER YOU ARE, GOD'S LOOKING. 
AND SAYING, IS THERE SOMEBODY THAT WILL RECEIVE THIS HARD ATTITUDE? AND IF you, HE CAN GET IT THROUGH YOU, HE'LL GET IT TO YOU. MAN, THAT'S AWESOME. AGAIN, I'D LIKE TO ENCOURAGE YOU. THIS IS MY GIFT TO YOU. I'M GIVING YOU EITHER THIS BOOK OR THE CD'S OR THE DVD'S THAT WERE TAKEN FROM TV. WE ALSO HAVE A PACKAGE DEAL HERE WITH STUDY GUIDES, SPANISH MATERIALS, VIDEO SERIES OF PEOPLE'S LIVES WHO'VE BEEN CHANGED. SO LISTEN TO OUR ANNOUNCER AND PLEASE CALL OUR RIGHT TODAY. ANDREW IS OFFERING HIS COMPLETE TEACHING ON FINANCIAL STEWARDSHIP IN YOUR CHOICE OF EITHER A BOOK, CD ALBUM, OR DVD ALBUM AS HIS FREE GIFT TO YOU TODAY. GO TO AWMI.NET TO ORDER YOUR FREE PRODUCT TODAY. THIS OFFER IS LIMITED TO ONE FREE PRODUCT PER HOUSEHOLD AND IS ONLY AVAILABLE IN THE U.S., U.K., CANADA, AND AUSTRALIA. THIS TEACHING IS ALSO AVAILABLE AS A COMPANION STUDY GUIDE FOR A GIFT OF ANY AMOUNT WHEN YOU CONTACT US. OR YOU CAN GET THESE VALUABLE RESOURCES IN THE FINANCIAL STEWARDSHIP PACKAGE. THIS PACKAGE INCLUDES THE FINANCIAL STEWARDSHIP BOOK, STUDY GUIDE, AND YOUR CHOICE OF EITHER THE CD OR DVD ALBUM, AS WELL AS THE FINANCIAL BREAKTHROUGHS DVD. THIS DVD INCLUDES SIX TESTIMONIES OF PEOPLE THAT EXPERIENCE THE FREEDOM OF TURNING THEIR FINANCES OVER TO GOD. THIS PACKAGE HAS A CATALOG VALUE OF $115, BUT YOU CAN GET IT TODAY FOR ONLY $80. THIS ENTIRE SERIES IS ALSO AVAILABLE FOR AUDIO DOWNLOAD ABSOLUTELY FREE FROM OUR WEBSITE. GO TO AWMI.NET TO SEE ALL THE WAYS YOU CAN GET THESE PRODUCTS. YOU CAN BECOME A GRACE PARTNER OR ORDER RESOURCES THROUGH OUR WEBSITE AT AWMI.NET. WHILE THERE, YOU CAN DISCOVER MORE PRODUCT DETAILS AND DOWNLOAD ADDITIONAL FREE RESOURCES. OR YOU CAN CALL OUR HELPLINE 24 HOURS A DAY, 5 DAYS A WEEK, MONDAY THROUGH FRIDAY AT 719-635-1111. WE APPRECIATE YOUR GENEROSITY AND HOPE TO HEAR FROM YOU TODAY. WE'D LIKE TO POINT OUT ANDREW'S UPCOMING SPEAKING SCHEDULE. Mark your calendars to come meet Andrew at one of these events and let the Word of God transform your life. In the month of December, Andrew will be in Woodland Park to host the musical production, The Heart of Christmas. The Heart of Christmas is an unforgettable mix of modern-day biblical stories with heartwarming, familiar seasonal songs and American traditions that represent the true meaning of the season. In January, start off the new year with Andrew and guest speaker Dennis Burke in Glendale, Arizona at the Phoenix Gospel Truth Conference. And in February, join Andrew and guest speaker Jeremy Pearsons in Orlando for a Gospel Truth Conference. Then, Andrew will be speaking in Naples. For more details on Andrew's next meeting in your area, visit our website at awmi.net. Before you were even formed in your mother's womb, God already had determined a purpose for your life, a God-given purpose. God has a purpose to train you in what you're called to do, and I tell you, Karis Bible College is the place for that. Man, if you want a life change, come to Karis. Come on to Karis! The next two to three years could be the most powerful time of your life. 
you sit under the Word for four hours a day, for five days a week, for two or three years, I guarantee you, you are going to have God speak to you and start revealing purpose to you. Every one of you are created for a purpose. Do you know what that purpose is? I'd like to ask you to pray about becoming a partner with us. You know, our ministry is based in the United States, but we have 16 offices around the world. We've got altogether around 70 Bible schools scattered around the world. So if you are looking for a good return on your investment, I believe that this is a good ministry. It'll touch you right where you are. And I encourage you to become a partner with us today and help us put the gospel out all around the world.